Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Herb Walk. I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about another chapter in my book, Plant Songs, Reflections on Herbal Medicine. And in a previous episode, I read part of the Hawthorne chapter. And today, I want to read a little bit from the Nettle chapter. You know, as herbalists, we all love nettle. And so many of our partners, if we were to ask them, hey, what's your girlfriend, boyfriend, slash life partner's favorite herb? Most partners of herbalists are going to say nettle right off the top of their head because all of us Western herbalists, at least, in this like new herbal world, that's a whole nother topic of conversation. We learn nettle and we learn to love and respect nettle at a very early stage of our budding herbalism infancy. And so I really just want to give my love for nettle and it's springtime again. So nettle is popping up just like so many other of our plants. But for me, you know, coming from Northern California, and that's where I learned my herbalism, nettle was something that we thankfully got pretty much all year round there. You know, spring was stoked. We were all just stoked to be like, what nettle patch was going to come back? Um, how big was it going to be? Where would, where would we see it where maybe it wasn't growing the year before? All of that fun stuff. So it's like ode to nettle today. So nettle is chapter 12. And her song is Pay Attention. Nettle. Stinging nettle. Chien ma. The properties are salty, bland, slightly spicy, and cool. The channels entered are liver, lung, and urinary bladder. The elements influenced wood, metal, water. Original habitat. Cooler regions of Northern Europe, Asia, and North America. Habitats found in temperate climates with plentiful sunlight and areas of high nitrogen. Description. Nettles are dioecious herbaceous perennials that can grow up to four to five feet tall. The soft heart-shaped leaves are opposite, serrated, dark green, and covered in stinging and non-stinging hairs. The tiny white flowers are in elongated clusters towards the top of the stem. Pay attention, heed the call. Evolution through irritation. Life is prickly. It can burn and sting. It can irritate us to the point of thinking we are going to lose it, just like nettle. And like nettle, life nourishes us deep down to the cellular level. Pay attention, nettle says, when you brush past them in a hurry. Pay attention, you know what you need to do. In 2000, I went to Nepal during the Mahashivaratra, the annual Hindu festival in honor of Shiva, to visit a college friend, Arun. My trip wasn't a popular choice at the time as my boyfriend, now husband, couldn't go and wanted me to wait for him. I didn't want to wait for him. I felt this was my chance, and if I didn't go then, I might not make it for years. I'm grateful I went when I did. At that time, Gorka, where I traveled to meet Arun, and the other towns in the region were already under a 6 o'clock curfew because of Maoist activity, 
and I could feel the tension rising among the Maoists, the government, and the citizens. Coming events would change the lives of all Nepalis, including Arun's family. The first couple of days in Kathmandu, I spent visiting temples and trying to score as much hash as I could. If you've ever traveled to Nepal or India, especially if you've gone alone, you know that you will have more people than you ever wanted trying to help you out. They want to show you this shop, take you to this restaurant, have you meet the relatives. The list goes on and on. For me, it was draining, irritating, and also exhilarating. With the help of strangers, I was reunited with my old friend, attended a wedding, and taken to places I didn't even know existed. One of these strangers, a guide named Krishna, took me hiking outside of Pokhara in the Annapurna Mountains. Besides seeing the sadhus at the temples, I was most excited about going backpacking in the mountains. My experience was not quite what I expected, but life never really is. Krishna and I had only been hiking for a couple of hours when I started feeling hot, nauseous, and dizzy. I was getting slow and clumsy and couldn't even enjoy the beauty around me. My frustration began to grow as I realized that I was going to have to ask Krishna to stop. He was used to hiking this trail, as he had done so often with other tourists, so he thought maybe the elevation was starting to affect me. I was afraid the water I'd drunk at the Nawari wedding I attended was beginning to revisit me. I knew it hadn't been advisable to drink the offered jug water, but I thought, <laughs> what the hell, since I'd already been served food on a plate blessed in water. I was also hoping the homemade Roxy would kill off any bacteria or protozoa I might have been drinking. It did not. Once my ego let up and I told Krishna I had to stop, I took off my too heavy backpack and began to look around. I took in all the beauty of the majestic scenery and decided to take some pictures. Among intense stomach cramps, I clicked away at my Olympus camera. Oblivious to what was behind me, I stepped back and felt my entire sweat soaked back, burn with an intensity I haven't felt before. I whipped my head around and saw the biggest nettle plant I've ever seen. I'm used to seeing nettles in bunches like a hedge. This was one plant, at least two feet wide and five feet tall. As my back stung and burned and I glared at the vicious nettle, I heard the nettle plant say clearly, Pay attention. You know what you need to do. I was still in shock from the stinging, and the cramping was becoming unbearable, so I didn't quite understand at the time. Once the burning subsided, Krishna and I walked the rest of the way to the first village to spend the night. As I lay on my cot and had a chance to replay the day, and my frustration with myself for being so slow on the trail, I thought, yes, I do know what I need to do. The next morning, I told Krishna I had to turn around and go back to Kathmandu, where I spent the next few days on the toilet. During my visit to Nepal, I spent a glorious four days in the country home of Arun's parents. The home was in Chitwan and was more than an acre of rice, mangoes, pineapples, and vegetables overlooking the river. I spent most of the time being nursed back to health by Arun's mom, feeding me nothing but jasmine tea and ghee soup with bland vegetables and rice. My gut and spirit recovered as I sat in the pavilion and watched the river roll by. I'm glad I went to Nepal when I did. 
Otherwise, I would not have been able to visit their country home. In June 2001, the massacre of the Nepali royal family occurred in the Narayanhiti royal palace in the capital city, Kathmandu. Once this occurred, a country already ridden with corrupt politicians and civil unrest just got worse. A year-long media blackout didn't help the situation and further secluded Nepal from the outside world. During this period, Arun's parents' home in Chitwan was firebombed. They were forced to evacuate and to this day haven't been able to go back to their ancestral home. Pay attention. You know what you need to do. I am grateful that Arun and his family paid attention. They listened to their instincts and left their home before anyone got injured or killed in the bombing. Nettle is an intriguing plant. Nourishing and clearing, stimulating and astringing, nettle seems to know exactly what your body needs and then provides it. Once the nutrients and minerals in nettle begin to nourish your mind, tissues and organs, awareness begins to spark. You begin to discern what is serving you and what is not. You make choices based on what will nourish and support you. Pay attention. Heed the call. So that's just a couple of paragraphs from the nettle chapter. I will share with you one of my recipes from the nettle chapter, and that is the nourishing nettle tea. So I like to put one ounce of dried nettles, one ounce dried milky oats, one ounce dried raspberry leaf, and one ounce dried linden blossoms and mix all those herbs together. Then you want to add a teaspoon or two to eight ounces of hot boiled water, steep for about 15 to 20 minutes, strain off the herbs, unless you're an herbalist like me. And what do we say? We strain through our teeth. <laughs> so I strain off the herbs and drink the infusion slowly. Well, I hope nettle inspires you as much as she inspires me. Or I guess nettle is like our perfect example of us as humans today, right? They're both male and female, yin and yang, masculine and feminine. And so, so nourishing. And that's why I just thought about that in this moment already nettle inspiring me in a totally new way. So thank you, nettle. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Herb Walk. And please, please review my podcast. I just realized, or I've known for a while, but I'm not good at asking, to please review the podcast so more people can find me. Thanks again for listening to The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. I always appreciate any comments or suggestions that you may have. Feel free to drop me a line in the comment section below. Shoot me an email at jessicajdragonacupuncture.com. Or feel free to like or follow me. My Facebook page is Jessica Baker LAC. And my Instagram account is Baker underscore Botanica. My website is www.bakerbotanica.com. Come on over to the website and, you know, check out the essential oils I have for sale. Check out my book, Plant Songs, Reflections on Herbal Medicine. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being a lover of plant medicine. Have a great day.